0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Facially Conscious with myself, Trina Renee, aesthetician, and Rebecca Gadbury, the cosmetic ingredient guru, highly acclaimed educator and award-winning journalist. She is the cosmetic industry leader. We are gathered here together with you to talk about this crazy world of aesthetics. It's confusing out there in this big wide world That's why we are here, to help explain it to you all, subject by subject. We will be your go-to girls, and from our perspective, without giving medical advice, we will keep things facially conscious. Let's get started. Hello, 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 and welcome back to Facially Conscious. And I am back today. I am Trina, and I am here with Rebecca. And we are going to discuss fragrance. Deep dive into (laughs) fragrance. (laughs) Because fragrance is like a perfume or something. I mean, most people think of fragrance, and they think of really smelly, stinky, or perfume-type things. Or
1: artificial. Or
0: artificial. And Mm -hmm. so... um, So we want to figure out, like, what the heck they're doing in skincare products, right? Right. Well, they're fun to smell. Yeah. So. Like, they give things scents. So if it says, like, vanilla and fig, Mm -hmm. or if it says cucumber. Yes. And things like that. But when I think of that, I think of, like, candles. Yes. And, um... And like smelly body creams and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So like when I think of skincare products, I think of more natural or at least I want to go more natural and I don't want smelly products on my face. But like why in the world would you put a fragrance in a skincare product? Especially
1: one that you're paying a lot of money for. People question that all the time. Yeah. But what's the first thing you do when you open a jar? Smell it. Right. So if it doesn't smell the way you expect it to, do you then continue to try it?
0: No. No. And honest to God, that is the first thing that people make a decision on when they're buying a skincare product. Exactly. They actually like will touch it and the first thing they do is they feel it on mm-hmm. their skin and then they go right up to their nose and right. smell it. Do you know why we do that? Why? Because we're animals. I am not an animal, Rebecca. My darling, you
1: are. Don't call me that. (laughs) And our very first sense to ever develop, Uh even beyond touch or sight, was our sense of smell. And it is the sense that tells us if we're in danger because we can smell the enemy before we see it. It's our sense that tells us if food is okay to eat, right? Right. It's our sense that tells us when we were hunter and gathering Uh, hunting and gathering or hunter and gatherers, (laughs) one or the other, Uh Um, whether a plant was going to be similar to another plant and may work in the same way on the body or whether it might be interesting to use on our own bodies or as a medicinal So we smell things because it gives us information, Mm -hmm. and that information is usually whether it's safe or not safe.
0: Some people have really good sniffers like chefs. Yes. They're really good with that. In the cosmetic industry, it's called a nose.
1: A nose. And it means you're a snooper-smeller. A snooper-smeller? A super-smeller. I feel like
0: I'm a super-smeller when it comes to candles. Yes. Yes, I could have been a candle maker. Yes.
1: Yes. I and some it. of those candle places are awesome. A lot of the manufacturers that make candles also have a sideline of making body care mm. because the two go together. And yes. how often have we seen body care line up with candle scents? Right. right? right. Same blend all together.
0: Actually, the people that make my candles, um, they just introduced a body care Mm-hmm. line mm-hmm. uh that you can add your sense into their body care um same is,
1: idea yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it's a great idea yeah. because you're enveloping and creating layers of the sense th- throughout your environment
0: i love it yeah. i love sense so that makes total sense um <laughs> 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 why you would put uh, a smell over because sometimes the natural ingredients in a product um I've I've often asked uh, chemists that I work with, can you just take the scent out? But then I'm like, can you put it back in because it doesn't smell good? And it's just because yeah. the natural ingredients don't have don't a, smell a pretty smell, right? And people do buy on smell. Like they'll mm-hmm. when you hear people talking about products, they'll be like, oh my god, it smells so amazing. Like they yeah. they or, would rather have a nice smell almost than they would a product that was better. <laughs> and I've talked to people about you
1: know buying this amazing product oh but it i could never put up with the smell on my skin i don't care how good it works true so you get both sides
0: of the story yes
1: and most people are not allergic to fragrances
0: that so. was going to be my next question is like don't most um, because me as an esthetician when i ask people if they have any allergies they'll say oh to fragrance And so um, is it just because their nose doesn't like a smell, they think they're allergic to it? Because how do you know in a product if you're allergic to the fragrance or if it's some other ingredient, there's 50 ingredients in there? Or if it's an allergy and not an
1: irritation. Usually Uh it's an irritation, not an allergy. The way to make sure of the difference is to go to an allergist, not a dermatologist, but an actual allergist, Uh and have them run what's called the fragrance panel. Mm -hmm. on them, and see if they're allergic. There's several hundred different fragrance compounds you can be allergic to.
0: Mm. In
1: the European Union, the countries that are all joined in Europe together, there's a list of 26 different compounds that you have to put on your label to warn people that they're in there. Uh We'll put the list up on our show notes today.
0: The European fragrance
1: list? No, it's it's called the... uh, European fragrance, EU tw- fragrance 26. We'll just put the list up there. You don't okay. have to to know how to get to it. Okay. Okay. We'll just and that's basically
0: there. in Europe, the fragrances that you have to uh, put um, on your list because they're there allergens. could be an allergen to it.
1: No, do, it, they are allergens. Oh, they are use known those allergens. Here? Yes, we do. But uh, we don't notify people that they could be allergic to them. Meaning like sneezing and stuff? Or forming hives, yeah, or blisters. Why would anyone ever put those in their products? You'd be surprised. There's about 140 different essential oils, and almost all of them have at least one, if not five or six, of those fragrance allergens which is why you're more likely to be allergic to an essential oil than you are to something that says fragrance on the label. There's over 5,000 fragrance compounds that can be used to make up different fragrances, Mm. including essential oils. Most people are not allergic to all 5,000. I don't know anybody who is. So when somebody says, I'm allergic to fragrance, what kind of fragrance are you allergic to? Mm. Usually you're allergic to a citrus fragrance. Those are the most common. Rose and geranium are next, and clove, cinnamon, eucalyptus, those types of fragrances. We'll put the list of common fragrance allergens up there as well.
0: So if you're allergic to the smell of cinnamon, would that mean that you probably shouldn't eat cinnamon as well, do you think? It's not
1: the smell of cinnamon. It's on your skin. Okay. So if you are allergic to it being on your skin, I can't tell you if it's going to transfer into scent or not. So citrus is one of the top. Yeah, citrus is, Um, especially orange and lime. That's sad. Yeah, so go to the allergist if you have an issue. But if somebody says, I'm allergic to fragrance, there are different fragrance groups. They are made of different uh, chemicals or these fragrance chemicals. They're called volatile organic compounds. And these different compounds, of which there's over 5,000, can be mixed
0: in a variety of ways to get different types of scents. So, so me as an esthetician could say to my client who says I'm allergic to fragrance— I could say, have you been to an allergist? Right. Uh, because they could pinpoint the fragrances for you so that you could use other fragrances right. and not always have to be fragrance-free. Right, and open it up.
1: Right. Or you could do your own test in which you just apply a small amount to like a one or two inch square on your forearm mm-hmm. and wait 48 hours. If it becomes itchy or blistery or rash forms, you're allergic to that that product in Mm -hmm. some way. It could be the fragrance or something else in it.
0: Mm -hmm. And there are some people who have really sensitive skin to all that type of thing. And then there are some people that absolutely don't. But then um, the fragrance-free things that say fragrance-free on them, those don't have fragrance.
1: Whereas unscented has a little tiny bit of fragrance to mask the scent of the product. Mm. So stay away from unscented if you really are allergic. Or if you are allergic and you find out from an allergist that you are, find out what kind of fragrance groups you're allergic to. Probably going to be citrus, but there's also your florals, your white florals, your spicy notes, orientals. There's all sorts of different fragrance
0: groups. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, so, um, so we mainly put fragrance in products... To mask the natural uh, when scent. it's
1: unscented. When it's unscented, we'll put a small amount. A in. small amount.
0: Right. Otherwise, you're putting it just for the the smell good. For usually the, in products. For the total three dimensional experience of using the product. Uh huh. So that it has a decent, nice scent that people are attracted to. So they want to buy the product.
1: To. Basically, it it smells like you expect the product to, or mm-hmm. you look forward to wearing the scent. Mm-hmm. Scent helps add to the luxury of an experience. Mm -hmm. And so when you're using a skincare product, especially on your face, you want it to smell nice. Mm -hmm. If it has no scent, a number of people who say, I want fragrance-free, will put on an unscented product and say, it doesn't smell like anything.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So which one do you want? Right, right, and you want
0: the smell good. <laughs> you want
1: the smell good one. You know what also, I know? Yeah, fragrance uh, can be functional. What we call functional fragrances, like the eucalyptus in Noxema, or tea tree oil as an antifungal or the pain relief creams. Mm-hmm. Those are going to have fragrances, but they're doing something in the product. Right. A lot of your acne products now contain tea tree because tea tree oil works on some of the acne bacteria and fungus that's involved with acne. Mm-hmm. So you might have a scent, and if you say, oh, I don't like the scent, I don't want it in there, <laughs> it's not going to work. Right. So, And you've run into that, I know, in your practice.
0: Yes. So... Uh, I was going to say, th- th- speaking of that, there's a smell called co- eucalyptus mm-hmm. that is a very strong scent. And when you smell it in a spa and it, it's a hint of it and they have it in their products or it's in the steam room or it's in the spa, you automatically think, oh, I'm at a spa. It right. feels good because you're right. at the spa. But I don't like to use eucalyptus products at home On in my stuff at home. Yeah. It's like a specific Place right. for a scent. And so. there's probably a thousand
1: different types of eucalyptus that are mixed differently using those different 5,000 compounds. Wow. So I could order in the lab when I'm working on a product line. We can order from our fragrance houses. I want this type of scent in this group smelling like this with an undernote of this and a lift note of that. Mm-hmm. Lift notes are what you smell first, undernotes or dry downs are what you smell. After the product has dried on the skin. Mm -hmm. And there can be three different scents that you get, including the middle note, which is the one as the product is adapting
0: to the skin. That's so fun. I I remember when I first, um, when I was making my spa, I went to, I was like, we need to have a candle scent. That our spa always smells like a smell so when mm-hmm. people come into the spa they go, oh, this is Spa Le La. You know, they wanted that smell mm-hmm. and they loved it and I had to create that. I'm like, what is that going to be? And so I went and described an experience to my candle maker who has a nose and ex- described, I have three candles and, and one I made but the other two I described a feeling that I mm-hmm. wanted people to feel and They helped me create it by just me telling them what the notes were and how I wanted it to smell. Yeah. And we put different oils on different sticks and we put them up higher, down lower, and a little Mm -hmm. more of this, a little more. It was so fun, like creating that. And people, it's a feeling that you're creating. It's a feeling because your
1: scent and your emotions are triggered by scent. Yeah. So and and that goes back to when we were before our brains developed, the emotion of fear will get us moving quickly, right? Mm-hmm. The uh, and where does that start? It starts with the scent. The emotion of passion or love starts with scent as well. Mm-hmm. So a lot of who we are is developed around scent.
0: I love that. Okay. So. Um... Do we – I mean, I often hear also that uh, fragrance uh, is only put in to hide a bad ingredient.
1: <laughs> oh, my is goodness. Is not true. Talk about <laughs> misunderstanding what actually happened. Back in 1977, Congress passed a law called the Fair Packaging and Labeling Act – And through that law, they said, FDA, you regulate this. You make sure that this is done. But what it did was it required all ingredients in cosmetics to be listed on the container. And that's why we can see ingredient lists on the container. As a matter of fact, it's listed on the outside of the container, not on the container itself if it's in a box. Mm -hmm. Because you can pick out what you're allergic to. This was the theory at point of purchase when you're actually looking at the box and put it back if it's got something you're allergic to. I have a little issue with that because when you become allergic to something, it's after you've used the product, <laughs> not, <laughs> right. not before. So if you develop an allergy, you don't know that you have an allergy to the product. That's a different, that's like a little rabbit hole that I just went down. So <laughs> let's get back to the surface right. here. So when they did that, the, the cosmetic industry, or sorry, the fragrance industry said, wait a second, there could be three, four, five hundred different fragrance compounds in a fragrance. We don't have enough room on the label for that. How are we going to do that? would make labels like stretching out across the room. Oh, my God. So they, the FDA came back and they said, OK, just say fragrance. And for flavor, just say flavor, because they're also produced from these compounds. And when you put fragrance or flavor on there, we know that that represents a number of other chemicals that can be in the fragrance. So it goes in there. So if the fragrance is made with a variety of these volatile organic compounds, by volatile I mean that they turn to gas easily and you can smell them, Mm. um, as opposed to
0: something like a, a fixed oil. Because I do see on, on products um, it'll say like grapefruit oil or grape, or right, you know, orange oil or right. something and what, that's the essential oil. And is that being used as an ingredient? To, as an ingredient for the product. It's not a fragrance. That's no, it being could put be
1: in. in there for the fragrance. it could be in there for the product. It could be both. But we you don't could know.
0: just put fragrance. if no, you want. You
1: can only put fragrance if it's a fragrance compound. In other words, if there's two or more. In that in in the got it oil that you're using and fragrances are oils by the way okay so they're right. oils that evaporate
0: uh-huh
1: okay quickly
0: so you might see something on a product that says like this oil and that oil and this oil and then fragrance as well N- N- if that could you you be do, a that's not legal okay you either
1: have to list it fragrance and everything that's in the fragrance goes under fragrance uh-huh. or you list them all separately. But if you've got essential oils that are part of your fragrance, you can't list them separately from the fragrance. Now, if you add them separately, that's a different story. So that's up to the process. My head just swirled around. (laughs) I know. And I'm like, what? I did want to bring this up, but you brought it up. So, okay. I'm like, I'm so
0: confused. Okay.
1: So if I'm
0: making a product okay. and I've got my fragrance oil, uh-huh. I've got my grapefruit oil. And your fragrance oil being a blend of more than two. Right. In one oil. Right. So you could have gra- grapefruit, lemon, lime, and orange, and all in one Container. So right. that's your fragrance. That would be my fragrance. Uh-huh.
1: And uh, then? And that would go on as, could go on as natural fragrance, or you can list all of the essential oils separately. You should never see essential oil on the label. It should always just read oil, not essential oil. Right. Okay. The, again, regulation says.
0: But if you had lavender there, it l- would be listed separately.
1: It would be separate listed separately. So lavender oil, clove oil, Orange oil. They might all go in the same container and as a pre-blend, and then you put it in. You can list those separately. But as soon as you start adding fragrance compounds, mm-hmm. not the oils themselves, but the chemicals that make up the oils. Mm-hmm. Okay, Is that, is yes. that clear? Yes, this okay. is making sense. Okay, so when we take a look at fragrance, the chemistry of fragrance is very complex, mm-hmm. and there's a number of different compounds or chemicals or molecules that can go into making up the fragrance. Mm -hmm. So you can use uh, an essential oil in there, but you can also use what I call chemical isolates or the pure chemicals like uh, geraniol or uh, ethyl acetate or camphor or... uh, Pinene or terpeneol, or there's a variety of them. Mm-hmm. And so when you start putting in the different chemicals, then you're dealing with the catch-all term of fragrance. Okay. Okay. So you so don't people wanna...
0: won't know necessarily what fragrances are in there.
1: if What fragrance that...
0: compounds are in there. Right. Right. Which they could be allergic to that. Something in the compound.
1: Which is why I'm saying when you go to the allergist to find out if you're allergic, find out what type of family of fragrance you're allergic to. Because the different families will have the different fragrant chemicals.
0: Right. So you're never going to know if your product only says fragrance.
1: Yes, you will. Because if it smells like oranges, it's a citrus family. Okay. So you can probably use something that's a white floral or um, lavender, or, or or lavender, or an herbal blend. Uh-huh. Okay, so right. when when you go to the this is why the allergies is so important, because as you were saying at the beginning, you can open a whole other library of fragrances for you to use. Right,
0: you don't have to do all fragrance free forever and right. like have no sense in your life. Right, which is so boring. It's boring and it's not fabulous. <laughs> So. so, um, so the fragrances used in Europe is they use fragrance. They don't not use fragrance. They just don't use those twenty seven that are on that twenty six that are 26. on the list. But let's go back to hiding compounds in fragrance.
1: Okay. So, as we develop fragrances, we found out that there are certain ingredients that are put in there. Certain chemicals. And remember when we started at the beginning of this season, we were talking about everything's a chemical, but light and electricity. So get over your
0: issue no with chemicals, chemicals
1: because right. you are a chemical factory, your body is, and so are products and foods and everything else around you. So anything that is that you can touch, feel, smell is a chemical. Right. So some work with our bodies, some don't. And on certain fragrance compounds, they can work with your bodies. A few of them will not.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: on certain people, not even you might be able to use every fragrance that's out there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But we have an issue with fragrance because it's an oil. So when we put it into a product, we want to make sure that it extends into the product well, that it doesn't sit in one area of the of the product, mm. or it doesn't rise to the top mm-hmm. and separate from the product. Uh, and if it does, then that could be a pure oil. That could really cause an irritation. You want to distribute this less than 1% usually of the fragrance oil through the product. So to do that, we put in what are called fragrance extenders. And these are things like your phthalates that we talked about under clean beauty ingredients Mm -hmm. uh, that people have a concern about, about uh, fetal abnormalities and genital issues, et cetera. Uh, If you're interested in those issues, listen to that particular podcast. On clean beauty. Right, on clean beauty. So going back, phthalates are used as chemical extenders. Toluene is used as an ingredient to uh, enhance the extraction of the um, plant fragrance chemicals from the plant. And it will come along for the ride if it's not removed in an essential oil. And toluene has similar issues to phthalates. Those are just listed under the fragrance. So Mm -hmm. in other words, they're not listed on the container, so you don't know if they're there. So this goes into understanding and knowing your brand. So if your brand uh, advertises CO2 extraction for fragrances, Uh that's great. There's no toluene in it. There's probably no phthalates in it either. But if your brand doesn't, then you might want to ask your brand representative or talk to them on uh, their website. A lot of these brands have chat rooms or just don't use fragrance if you're worried about it.
0: Right. Yeah, because as a as a regular person, to be able to go deep diving into it, it's like you've really got to have a sensitivity and really a strong like for something to dive into it like that. Right, right? or a s- strong concern. Or a strong concern. Yeah. Yeah, I've had a couple of clients who've um, – who have developed an allergy, and they can only use certain things, and they have to figure out what that ingredient is, and it's very makes their skin super dry and irritated and red, and it's unfortunate, yeah. but there are some people like that out there.
1: There are, and again, an irritation is more common from fragrance or any product, and it differs significantly from an allergy.
0: Cool. Well, um, I think that's a a good deep dive into fragrance. I feel satisfied today. Do you? (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. Well, let's wrap her up. Okay. If you guys have questions, of course, you know you can email us. And we will see you in the next round. Bye. Goodbye. This podcast is so needed in the world right now. There's so much information out there that it's hard to know who to believe and if it's right for you. We are very excited to be your guides and bring you facially conscious. You can find info we talked about today in our show notes and on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. Please subscribe, like, and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. This helps others find us. And if you have any questions or ideas, please send us an email at infofaciallyconscious.com.